then once we turn the page to it, it becomes a happy piece. So let's remind ourselves that it is a happy piece. Can you just do that? My life goes on, straight on. Oh, one, two. Welcome to the programme here on Morley Radio. Now that coronavirus restrictions are starting to ease, we wanted to take a look at the interests and activities that students have held as important and how they were able to continue with them during the phases of lockdown supported by Morley College. Across the arts, there are shining examples of people persisting with their passions against the odds. We listened to some of their experiences, talking to students and tutors to find out the lengths they had to go to, how this affected their daily life and how their practice changed, and now how they plan to take things forward given the continued uncertainty. to Spain this summer, but Morley Flamenco have been keeping the Spanish vibe alive all year. We went to visit them to find out how. My name's Fenella Juanita Barker and I'm the Flamenco and Spanish Dance tutor at Morley College and I have been for the last 24 years I think so we've been building this up over the year and it has been a challenge but there's been some really bright sides to it as well <laughs> she's been doing it for fun a bit from the UK okay we initially we went online and it took me a while to sort of get used to to teaching online I started off just doing it by tutorials Tell and me then if, if there are any other changes and I've forgotten them I think there's only one change the, the other one was, was just that you're going to start singing Triana on the yeah yeah we're going to do that now are you yeah from September I did a mixture of teaching I had some students live in the class and some students online so a sort of blended okay, learning. So I've been following the classes since September on Teams online. I think it was all online at first and then kind of blended with people in the studio and it's been really great with an amazing teacher. So we're going to do accents 12, 3, 7, 8 and 10 with the palmas, with the cat. 12, And then we had to go totally online, and then that was quite difficult. I was live streaming from the college during the week, but we couldn't use it weekends, so weekends I was having to do it from my flat, and that's not very popular, so I had to do it on loads of mats and, and sort of springy things so that it didn't make much sound. It went really well and actually I found that those students who carried on the right the way through have made enormous progress. One, two, again this is a going through groovy. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight and one. 
relaxing. I started sending videos of the class to the students, taken separately from the live stream, so that they can practice at home. A lot of video tutorials, and some people made really enormous progress. Hello, my name is Claire, and I do beginners flamenco class. I enjoy the music, and I was recovering from uh, an illness, and it helps me progress with recovery. I did the first part of the term on Zoom and then I came into the studio. The atmosphere is very nice with other people, you're learning together and it, it's an enjoyable atmosphere. But if you can't get to the studio, which was my circumstances, I did manage to keep up in the Zoom class. I did wonder whether I would be okay but I did manage it and I enjoyed it, but I, I think I prefer coming to the studio if I can. And Fenella's an, an excellent teacher. She's very patient, understanding, and always makes sure everyone is involved and taking part. Some people who are still shielding and are in situations either they're not very good with technology or their, their situation means that they can't live stream the class. They're doing the classes from videos as well. well I've got one student who does a bit of the class every morning for, by video. So that's really helping keeping those people who are still shielding. It's keeping them going and keeping them in the flamenco loop and giving them something to look forward to. They're going to join it live stream and do it at home live stream. <laughs> <laughs> Lana is, or Lana will be in Hungary. And yes. we'll be in yes. Copenhagen, hopefully. Oh, yes, you. We're going to carry on with flamenco. We've got people who it's difficult to travel or they've used to come here but now they've moved a long distance away or they just would like to come here but don't live near enough to come who are really happy that we're doing the classes online so still quite a few people wanting to live stream and it's been useful because some of the students have gone to their home countries at France and Spain at various times and they've been able to carry on live streaming from abroad. So we've learnt things that we are going to continue that are going to be really useful. First bit the audience is going to see. Keep your chest up, don't be looking down on this. Arms up the side. One, two, three, four, five. So you end up with your palms facing the ceiling. And, you know, it's kept everybody's spirits up and it's kept my spirits up because I'm still teaching, I'm still doing what I love, I'm still in contact with all my students, we have a nice chat. My name is Louisa and I've been with Morley Flamenco for many years now with Fenella. My name's Andy and I've been coming to Morley for 20 years this September. I took up flamenco it's three years ago now. So my name's Laura, I've been studying at Morley for just over a year now. I've got a living room where I just removed the carpets and I've got a floor that actually can take the flamenco shoes and I didn't disturb any neighbours either, so I was very lucky. And I don't have small children at home who would just come in and want my <laughs> attention and all that. I, didn't, I was very lucky with that. So the main thing about flamenco is that you make quite a lot of noise on the floor when you're stamping. So that was the main challenge. So I just had to kind of go through the steps just putting a, a little less force in my steps and my stamp just so that I wouldn't annoy the neighbours. Yeah, it was definitely a bit of a challenge. 
First of all, it was the summer, so I was dancing in my, my parents' back garden. Not so great because patios aren't slippery and you do a lot of turning. There's a bit of strain on, on knees and ankles that you don't get in the lovely classroom with polished floors. Then I also did it during the, the Christmas term, just gone on Zoom. So there wasn't really the option of outdoors for that. So I was kind of rolling up carpets and, and finding slippery floors in living rooms and having to move furniture around a bit because I've got quite long arms and flamenco is, you know, it covers some ground as well. It's, logistically, it's a lot easier because you don't have to travel. It's also nice to know that you can do it at home if you need to, just to give you that flexibility because even now when we're doing it kind of flexible, on you know, the flexi online, if I don't want to come in one week, for example, I can just stay at home and do it and it's you know the same steps and everything you don't really have to change that much just be a bit more conscious about the neighbours but other than that it's really good. You've got the rhythm you can definitely learn the steps learn the moves keep it going and I'm glad I did it because at least you know you don't come back and you're completely rusty you've got the moves and it's just a case of then adding in the magic adding in the being there in person and building up that energy. I was quite anxious before going on to Microsoft team. That technology would actually work, but it did work. And Fenella also recorded all the lessons and she recorded certain sequences of the dances so you could actually practice it at any time. Really fantastic, even though we couldn't dance with the fellow uh, <laughs> students. Flamenco is all about responding to the music. So it really is all about being there in, in front of other people and especially there's a sort of unspoken communication with the singer with, with the music you're responding to that and you're also responding to each other's energy eventually when you get good enough at it then you can improvise and it's all about that energy of being together so doing it on zoom of course isn't quite the same that we actually able to come into the studio and actually have the feeling, you know, the whole atmosphere with, with the, the musician and with the teacher. Still, you can't replace that one. <laughs> really, the main thing is just a huge appreciation of being able to see people in, and have our energies there together in a room and hear that music as it's being played. some have been desperate to get back in the class and they've been really happy and the first class back was so noisy because everyone stamped as hard as they possibly could because suddenly they were free. And Juan is, is singing it. For flamenco is so important and it's such a blessing to have a guitarist who can sing. Geraldo, I am the flamenco guitarist for the flamenco classes in Mole College. It's been a nice experience because, uh, like I say, people they enjoy the flamenco, and it's a technical but very relaxing dancing. My guitar uh, covers all the flamenco stuff. I can do a lot of the rhythms, but uh, more or less, it's just flamenco always in, in Mole College. Fenella, the dancer, and myself, and we did the classes. But was no one in the in the college. We we miss that contact to have with students, that uh, interacting situation, students and musicians. 
or really what was very, very missing in here, because it was only just Fainella myself. So it was feel quite empty, but we're still doing the same job. People were in the internet, contact us, and, but yeah, no, it was, was fine. I mean, we're trying to make the most of it. Of course, we want to have people here. It's, it's different, you see. It's, it's more exciting to have a, a people alive. Like I say, I think it's better when people are in the class than to do in the internet. So that's a, probably the other thing we would like to keep it possible, bringing the people into the class and keeping them in here and playing for them than, rather than in the internet. And the, because it's not the same. You see, the, same, the feeling is going when people are behind the screen than when it's in the class. Uh, that's the thing I think we can, we, we will love to keep the doors open for the students to come. It's a very, very nice experience to play for, for the college, especially for Mole College, because they are really supporting you. They are in there right on the ball, you know, and they make sure that the students are happy, that we are happy, and that we do the right job. Always it's, it's good to learn with the teachers, you know, that, that rather than the internet. It's best to have someone to really guide you. It's different when you're trying to learn in the internet because they cannot really explain uh, that you are stuck. I mean, it's difficult to try to get it through the internet rather than you ask the, to the teacher. So I think it's better if it's perfect to come to the classes. Um, it's much better to do it at home and so learn at home. It's, it's different, yeah? Today they were dancing Tientos. So it's quite a long dance. It's a, a dance that starts with Tientos, which is a more sombre dance, more hondo dance. And then it moves to something much lighter, which is tangos at the end. And what's happening is next Sunday, Mori Flamenco Dance Ensemble, which is the performance course that I run. They have a vast repertoire of, of dances, but they're going to perform this dance, Tientos, in the Waterloo Festival. And the theme is despair. It's a dance that goes sort of from sadness to happiness to light, so it kind of fits that theme, which is why I wanted to, to use that dance. The Waterloo Festival this year is in memory of the 70th anniversary of the Festival of Britain. And this is, this is the finale.
massive slow motion emotion and storytelling. It's all very intense and very good, but it is all in slow motion. The hardest thing to do is singing as a group. We interviewed the conductor and a selection of students on how they managed to do this remotely. I am Benedict Collins-Rice and I have run several of the choirs here at Morley College. I've been with Morley for about five years now and we run some small scale choirs and the biggest one is the Choral Society which before lockdown was up to 55 people. Obviously we're working in a bit of a hybrid setup, so we've got about 20 students in the room and the accompanist and assistant director of music is uh, working with those that can't be with us in person on Zoom at the moment. has been able to zoom in from Wales though, which is... Do you think you've learned from it? Different. <laughs> That's the advantage that nobody else can hear me. Weird, but very useful. Very useful. Yeah. Well, I think I'm better at keeping time because you have to. Otherwise, you get completely left behind. Opportunity to learn some new music which I've never done before. It wasn't that long ago that we were doing it entirely on Zoom. But the flexibility has in fact got a lot of positives to it. I mean, Yanis, the guy who's taken that rehearsal, is in fact in Greece at the moment, having just become a father for the second time. So he's able to go back for those reasons and still log on and do more leave from over there, which is very exciting. Yanis. How have you found this kind of hybrid way of teaching within this current situation the world finds itself in? It's very interesting because you try to find ways to make it work. As a conductor, you always have to find ways to engage people and to get the message along. But uh, in this way, you're trying to find even technical ways. And it's fascinating because you get results and that's great. And uh, I'm pleased that despite what the reasons were, that we've managed to get something good out of it. As I said with Yanis being from Greece, right, there is just something about the ease now that everyone's set up. If we're all snowed in for a week in December, we don't have to cancel anything, we just go, we know where the logins are, we go straight back on Zoom and that's great.
Another new learning experience was learning to sing with Zoom, which did take a few weeks to get used to, particularly the fact that you can't hear anybody else singing and you only hear yourself. It's certainly better than not having any singing at all. I can hear it in the air. Should we do a sort of swap and we'll bring them in? I think it must have been very difficult for the tutors to know really what we were doing on Zoom because they couldn't hear us and we couldn't hear each other. So it was a bit of guesswork, really. I mean, they, they would present a a few bars and then we'd try and sing it but I don't know really how easy it was for the tutors to know if we'd cottoned on or not you know <laughs> anyway it was great coming back and actually being in a group again and hearing each other for a change yes. yeah singing one part yeah. at home in fact, one uh, one time I felt like, what was that you were singing? Right, you know, when they don't know <laughs> the piece, they're just hearing these da, 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 you know, sort of random notes, really, it sounded to them. <laughs> Usually in the middle of our rehearsals, we'll join together live, so we'll turn the volume up, bring those guys in, and they can sing along and hear the choir. Because, of course, when you're on Zoom, you can only ever hear one person at once, which is literally the opposite of the point of a choir. And while we're thinking about this unison singing, so we're all singing the same music, we think about getting nice, exciting, vibrant vowels. I'm reasonably lucky because I studied the piano when I was a child. I've got those skills, and as you can see, I can run a choir myself from the piano. It's obviously not as ideal. Having a conductor and a rehearsal pianist makes things faster, more efficient, all of that sort of stuff. And it does mean that I would be pretty much running it like this from home, you know, with a little laptop propped up on my keyboard. I don't think perhaps in that way what I'm doing here and what I'm doing on Zoom is particularly different, interestingly. You are restricted to doing it all in, in the less good version with one person rather than having two specialities in the world. There are all sorts of challenges. Keeping sane and happy, that's been really hard. Music making is something that brings everyone joy and when you can't do it and when you're locked down and you're in a pokey little flat that's really tough. Obviously the way the music industry works it's hard to earn when you can't do anything which is also really tough. Even right now just as Wembley has been given the go-ahead for tens of thousands of people and the pub over the road is booked we're only allowed to do this because Morley has a special exemption as an educational institution. All of that has made it really quite tricky.
the type of music we do is a large range, but it is rooted in the great British tradition of choral society singing, which is a wonderful amateur tradition of choirs and orchestras coming together to perform music from the Baroque period, so from Bach through Mozart all the way through to contemporary greats. My name's David. I come to the Morley College with Benedict, who's a very good teacher, I must say. He's great on the phone and he's a great singer. I mean, he has to be a great singer with us. It works very well and he's, with the Zoom, which is very difficult. He really does keep us together and going. There are a few numbers we're doing now which are a bit tricky, which we're not pursuing at the moment because it's so difficult on Zoom because you really need some music to accompany them as well. So they have things like Requiem, which is a pretty tricky piece. So we're letting that one go. But most of the others we're keeping going anyway. So it's Requiem to the Requiem, I'm favourite still. Obviously, the joy of the repertoire that we do here is that when we throw it together on concert day, we get in professional soloists and we've got a huge orchestra, and that's thrilling, but it only happens on the last day. And some of the works that we've been rehearsing online, for example, Vedi's Wonderful Requiem, we've been able to listen, sing along to little clips. So instead of going, the soprano will probably do this about here, we can just go, right, listen, the soprano's here, and you join in. And that's something that I think is worth building in at some level. And really what I'd like to see change is Let's think positively. I think one of the things that would be really good to see change is to check some of the assumptions that go on about what we do as musicians. And there are all sorts of problems with the industry that it's very easy to go, oh, it's too ingrained, how will we ever get to change that? And this has been a nice little reset button on some of those. problems with choral society music specifically is that you can go through most of your entire life and only sing music by dead white men which is again you know oh but we've always got to do the messiah and stuff like that so with a lot of the groups i'm working with really building in right not old normal but new normal let's give voices to underrepresented composers that sort of reset button has enabled us to do that because there hasn't been a continual running planning so i think that's a really positive thing but also getting the whole industry on a surer footing. to you and said that they would have to teach 
remotely from home, what advice would you give them? Study remotely or teaching remotely? This is for teaching or for studying. Get the best Wi-Fi connection you can. I think Teams probably works best on computers rather than iPads, but people are doing it from iPads. I think some people are doing it from iPhones. The other things are just play around with, with it. Play around with the camera to see how you can move your room around so that you can best be seen and you can best see. Don't put the, the computer or the iPad at a low level so that you're looking down the whole time. And make sure that you know what obstacles there are. Move the obstacles that you can. But if you've got a light that's hanging down, make sure that you know where it is and you're aware when you're moving your arms or you try and avoid that bit. And try not to have things too close behind you. I had one student who tripped over her rubbish bin in her kitchen. <laughs> She's fine because we went back further than she thought. So clear as much air as you can and just be aware of, of what's there. It sounds really sort of overly mothering, but I'd make sure you get lots of sleep the night before, that you've practised everything, and then be prepared to be exhausted afterwards because you have to give so much more so that there's some sort of enthusiasm and charisma that comes out the screen at the other end and you will get nothing back you will have eight people with cameras off we have four people who are engaged but you, you don't feel that connection in the room so yeah just just be prepared to give a lot and feel exhausted at the end <laughs> many thanks to the students and teachers who provided stories and allowed their experiences to be shared about life while studying and teaching at morley college during lockdown it was inspiring to listen to how they adapted and coped with the challenges Performing within a class where live music was heard was seen to be welcomed by everybody. 